0: historic day today you guys add uh, uh girls wrestling and, and boys volleyball how
1: significant is this well i think it's huge uh from a, a significant point of, of this is the 50th year of, uh, for title nine uh and so to be able to do this for some young ladies in wrestling uh during this you know what, what i would say is a historic time uh nationally for us uh, is is neat not that it had anything to do with our decision uh, that way but i think it's it's uh Noteworthy uh, with this, but but when you look at um, education-based athletics being being an extension of the school day from two thirty to three, or excuse me, two thirty to seven or eight o'clock at night, and the value kids get out of that from a, a sense of belonging, they can belong to a team and and those things, and and so when you look at these two sports that we're doing, uh, these groups, these coaches, associations have been talking to our group, uh, our association for for, uh, well over five years. And because of some transitions and COVID, you know, that's kind of been uh, stalled out there. And, uh, you know, I, I just say that with our boys volleyball, uh, who put the kind of time in our girls do in the fall, the boys are happen in spring and they want to state title. They deserve to have that spot in that trophy case, uh, just like the, the young ladies did in the fall and, and vice versa. So, so, uh, you know, if, if, if you're right now because of the way wrestling structured for us, we just have wrestling. So we have about 800 girls wrestling that are already a part of our association, uh, but, but they, they uh, don't have their own separate tournament, which is, which is what they'll have now uh, uh, and from our association. They already have it from, from the coaches association. But I would tell you that uh, that those young ladies that will win a state title or won a state title last year, uh, worked and put as much effort as our boys did in the, uh, you know, in the boys program uh, all year or practice just like them, put the dedication in to make weight, all those type of things. Uh, but really haven't got their just due of, of their picture on the wall. as a Ohio high school athletic association, state champion or, or a trophy in a trophy case type of thing that, that in 30 years, you know, they, they can be part of the, the uh, history of that of that school's athletic program. So I think that's pretty neat for them. So if COVID didn't happen, this probably would have happened sooner rather than later. Oh, I think so, because I think our association's been been ready to open a door. And, and, you know, I use the analogy of,
0: you know, let's jump
1: into the small end of the pool, the shallow end, and let's walk to the deep end a little bit with these and that deep end would be the growth of these programs. I mean, you just can't stand on the side of the pool and say, man, we need to jump in. At some point you got to jump in and let's get let's start swimming. And and I think the association was close to that a few times and, and just because the circumstances uh, didn't didn't actually jump in the pool.
0: And pressure may not be the right word to use, but was there was there um, um, and I don't even want to say influence, but these two were the next two in line, so to
1: speak, correct? Absolutely. I I think uh, there's no question that uh, the passion from the coaches association came out loud and clear in both these groups and and, uh, you know, uh, somewhat uh, lobbying for their young young uh, athletes to to get this recognition. And so and and I think our coaches associations did did a wonderful job. And so when I first started talking to the association five, six years back, one of the things that was beneficial and it will help with this transition is that uh, they align themselves to to our bylaws and our policies and procedures. And they're so they're already aligned to these things. And, and uh, you know, their athletes have been held to the same standards and that uh, uh, their peers have been held to. And, and so that's been very helpful. And and you're right. So it, it wasn't as much pressure as it was passion that you see in that and, and saying, hey, these people are organized. They're ready to make this move and let's do it. Doug, obviously, with
0: the now becoming a so-called sanctioned sport, there's 85 teams that play boys volleyball. I'm sure that number will increase, and I'm hoping. I'm sure you're hoping that those girls wrestlers. You know, if there's 800, that that gets over. You know, almost could almost double, or or at least get over a thousand. Are you there? Yes, uh, I think I lost the last part of your. Yeah, okay, I mean, I mean with 85 volleyball teams now playing and, and over 800, you know, girl wrestlers, I'm I'm sure you guys are hoping, you know, that, that those
1: numbers increase. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that, you know, that, that's our, that's part of our mission here is, you know, we're, we're going to help our member schools. We want to help their their football and basketball programs grow. And, and we also want to help these emerging sp- sports grow. And I think, I think that deep into the pool is us getting to a point of saying, you know, uh, because Dana, we're going to, we're going to keep the same format. So our boys volleyball uh, will be competing at Capitol and our girls wrestling will be competing at Hilliard-Davidson for the state title. And we'll keep that same format. We might tweak uh, the schedule a little bit on what weekends they are, uh, simply because of stressing our staff out on on some of those uh, weekends where we already have several events. But, uh, you know, I think all of us would would love the day that we have the conversation of saying we've grown too big for Hilliard-Davidson and we've grown too big for Capitol. And uh, so that's that's what our goal would be.
0: Uh, that, that's awesome. Hey, Doug, I know it was also a good year fall sports-wise entirely. I mean, the best attendance since 2009. So uh, after a COVID year, that's I'm sure that's good
1: news for you guys. It, it is, and it's, it's really good news for athletes because even though our athletes got a chance to compete last year for state titles and stuff, it was limited crowds. And then, you know, you did not have those rivalry games that are gym- uh, full of people in the gym and and the atmosphere with a little bit of juice in it. And, and I, so, so, uh, you know, I think that's, that's one thing that, uh, you know, we've seen, uh, this year is that people want to come out and support the kids. And these are our youth and and our communities are actually coming out and and supporting these. And, And, and time will tell whether it was just, they missed it during COVID or if it's something they realized, Hey, I don't take this stuff for granted anymore. And, and these kids are our future and they deserve, uh, they deserve to be put in atmospheres that people appreciate uh, what they're doing and cheering them on.
0: Hey, Doug, you were in the year two of COVID. When are you going to have a normal year?
1: Uh, well, I, I can tell you tell you this. Uh, I, I say this all the time, Dana, that if you think about it, our our uh, juniors in high school haven't had a normal high school experience uh, from that standpoint. And, and so uh, we hope that – all of us hope that this this virus – we 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 solve this issue and and get back to some sense of normalcy that way, because what we've done is just learn to live with it. And, uh, you know, that's the difference between this year and last year, in my opinion. And, and, uh, but, but, um, and, and I will tell you, I could, may, I'm a little biased because I, I did 37 years in schools. Uh, and, and, uh, but, but I, I would tell you, I have no idea where our kids would be without the good folks at our schools and not just coaches, our teachers and our administrators and our bus drivers. And, cooks and, you know, our support staff, everybody who stepped out there and, and uh, for these kids and uh, give them something uh, to look forward to and a meal and, and uh, a smile and those things, because I, I just have to believe, Dana, that our kids are going through so much trauma and wellness issues right now. And and so that's the importance of what our our member schools are doing.
0: Well said. Hey, Doug, real quick, now that football's over, real quick, last one for you. The, you know, the football tournament's over, and you guys have had some time to digest that. The 16 teams worked out okay for you guys? Were you pleased with
1: Yeah, I mean, change is difficult, Dana. Uh, and so uh, from what I'm hearing uh, from our, our member schools, uh, schools that don't normally get to participate in the, in the tournament, uh that they're thankful for that opportunity. And I think, you know, we had 448 schools make the the playoffs. And and when you look at the big division, you're going to have some offers make. And we had one, only one team opt out. And and, uh, that wasn't necessarily uh, related to athletics. They were just having some issues at the school. And so we had one team opt out and, and number 17 jumped up and that coach said, we're in. He said, I'll take another week with my kids. And and, uh, so, you know, and we had a 16 beat a one and and some lower seeds beat some higher seeds. And that's not going to happen every year. Uh, but but just giving kids at Milan Edison High School uh, in between Norwalk and Sandusky a 16 seed to upset their league rival. Uh, you know, just that one game there. Uh, and, and and then I, I tell people all the time, can you imagine the energy? In between Sandusky and Norwalk, with Milo Edison winning as a 16 seed, and then traveling 10 minutes away to Sandusky Perkins, who was a nine that beat an eight, the energy for high school kids in that area was tremendous. And, and so, uh, you know, uh, we, we're we're hearing, you know, like with anything, Dana, we we hear some some people who are opposed to it. They certainly step out, but uh, we hear a lot more positive. Uh, from people and the opportunity to get that chance and so so yeah it was it was a good thing I didn't know you only had one
0: opt-out that that's interesting that uh, that uh, I I thought there would be more I I think we've had kind of had the conversation beforehand that that's interesting only one opt-out yeah
1: yeah Yeah, just just uh, one school and you know next year maybe 10 opt-out we we don't know that we'll see how We'll see how this goes as we go through this uh process and again change is difficult and 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 i, and I know football is a very physical sport um uh, but when you look at every other sport and our uh, you know at the time 25 other sports that we sponsor every child in that in that program has an opportunity to compete for a state title when football is the only one we don't and, and uh and so uh you know, so, uh, you know, getting more schools involved, I think is a good thing. And, and, uh, w- but we'll continue to, one of the, one of the concerns was, uh, you know, the physical, uh, nature of a 16 playing a one or something, but well, you know, we watch for this, were there any more injuries than normal? No, uh, there wasn't, uh, were there lopsided scores? Yes, but there's lopsided scores on week one, uh, and week five and, and those kind of things. And, uh, so uh, but I I will com- commend our coaches uh, because there were there were very, very few 70 to sixes and there, there was some 40 to sixes and, you know, something like that. But I think that's a, a, a tribute to our coaches that uh, saw that as an opportunity maybe to say I could win 80 to six, uh, but I'm going to get some other kids in and, and uh, we're going to stay healthy and and uh, make it a positive experience. So I appreciate that. And one
0: last one, I'm gonna cheat here a little bit. You know, obviously it, it was 16 weeks for 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 14 teams. Right. Any any concern of, of the season starting maybe too early, or is there any talk maybe of cutting down the regular season, the nine games, or anything like that at this
1: point? Yeah, there we've we've had a discussion about and and, and I appreciate you bringing it, 14 teams go 16 weeks of playing but if you think about it we didn't add any weeks onto the season we just took that first week where people were doing they were almost regular games to begin with uh uh, because that's what a lot of those uh, schools were doing foundation games or whatever and playing they were going to play four quarters of regular football here And, and so uh again i i think when you think about that is that too long is it uh doesn't doesn't matter. I think I think we'll continue to monitor from a safety aspect and 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 seeing how if kids are getting hurt and and those type of things and and uh, you know we'll we'll continue to evaluate that.